Good morning, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. And this podcast is Breaking Dad. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to my struggles on trying to survive parenthood in everyday life. And first and foremost, I must give an apology because last week I mentioned an opening song that was supposed to play and I clearly did not do something right when I uploaded it. So my apologies, people. I'm still working on it. Hey, what can I say? It's a struggle out here. The, str- the struggle is real. What can I say? But hey, we're, lear- we're learning. We're growing. Things happen. So on to today's podcast. So let me tell you guys, right? This podcast is going to be a little bit different because I'm going to be a little more honest with my feelings than I normally am because this is a topic that I think a lot of men can relate to. At least I hope they can. And women, you probably can relate to this as well. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like this episode, to be honest, is going to be geared mostly towards the men that are listening. However, if you're a lady and you have a man in your life, or if you're a lady who has a male in your life, or if you're a lady who just would want a male in their life, please listen to this story because I guarantee you either had this experience on some level or you will experience this on some level. And men, I'm almost positive every man has related to this in some form or fashion. Granted, your actions are probably not what I've done, but I'm going to tell you what I did. So let's roll into it. (sighs) So me and my wife have a very unique relationship. And in my opinion, and I got to watch my words carefully because I don't want to make my wife feel any kind of way. And we've had these discussions and we've talked about things from time to time and she knows how I feel, but um, I'm going to say this and I'm going to do my best not to say anything that's going to hurt her feelings. And I don't want to offend anyone out there in podcast land intentionally. If I offend you unintentionally, then hey, that's that's you. I can't do nothing about that. <laughs> I apologize. But anyway, so on to the story. My wife and I um, bought an RV a little while ago and we've been living in this thing um we're full-time RVers currently um just because my wife is a travel nurse we have our two kids and we do travel that's what had the way we, we want to see the world and this is the way we have been able to achieve that okay so a part of full-time RV life is every so often you have to um put things up hunker down pack everything in so that way you can either connect to your RV, pull your RV, or drive your RV off the lot. But there's usually a process to break everything down and to put everything up and away, right? So um, I was hanging a picture on our wall and you'll find like if you Google hang pictures on RV walls or something to that effect, you will see that a lot of people use um, Velcro to hang pictures on the wall. 
So that way, one, you don't have to ruin the structure of the wall and you usually can just easily get the adhesive off of the wall. So I was hanging a picture on the wall and I didn't hang it correctly. It wasn't centered, right? So my wife nicely told me it wasn't centered. And I was like, okay, so I peeled it off the wall and when I went to put it back on, I simply asked, hey, is this centered now or how is it? And she did her wifely duties and was like, okay, a little to the left, a little to the right. Okay, yeah, perfect, put it up. So as I put it up against the wall, it made a connection sound. You know, like if you've ever played with Velcro, you hear that little noise and it came apart. So I did that and when I when I connected it, it made that noise adhering to itself, like, you know, grabbing itself, like Velcroing. Is that a word? I don't know. But I did that and we have other pictures that are on the wall as well. So my wife decided that she wanted to check the other pictures. And that's her prerogative. But for me, I have to be honest, it hurt my feelings. It, it truly did. And I know some of you men out there who are masculine and all this other stuff, you'll have your opinions and you're probably gonna be like, well, man up, whatever. Okay, I get it. However, I understood, or at that moment, I wasn't understanding, but I, I understand now that I was, for the lack of better words, I felt, and I know I was probably being a little bit insecure because I am not a typical man, who, who a handyman. Like, I don't go around the house fixing everything. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I know how to hammer. I know how to screw things in. Like, like I'm, I'm not like... Uh, uh, what is it? Um, five o'clock shadow, tool belt wearing. I'm beer drinking. I'm not that kind of a dude. I mean, I'm very secure in my masculinity. However, there are certain things that society feels are a man's responsibility. So, there are things I do around the house, and when I do it, I feel like it's done and it's right. Because, not to my own horn, a lot of times it is right. Not that it's always right, but I feel a lot of times it is right. So, my wife checks the rest of the pictures and she kind of just pushes it just to see if it makes the noise that it made earlier. And I see her doing this and again, it hurt my feelings. And my wife kind of, she knows me now. We've been married for a while now. Um, over We're over the 10 year hump now. So she looks at me and she knows my face. She's like, well, what's wrong? And I'm like, did you really have to check that? Like, I did it. It's right. Whatever. You know, we have our words. And she says words back. And then it becomes this little playful type argument. I don't know how many of you guys out here has ever had a relationship where you guys are meaning what you say, but you're saying it in a very playful way. So we're playing, fighting, whatever. But it got to a point where I got serious because I felt my feelings weren't being validated. Okay, so it became this thing where me and my wife are passively aggressively having the argument, not really addressing it, but we're, 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 um, we're talking about it, but not addressing it. So fast forward to later that night, we talk about it and we say what's going on and like, 
we squash it, okay? So fast forward to the next day, we had to pack up the RV and get everything ready and getting, getting to go. So we pack everything up. The RV is attached to our nice little truck and we head on out, okay? So we get to the new campsite and we're trying to back into the site and things aren't going exactly right. And there's a guy in the next campground who actually just parked his RV, him and his wife just parked their RV. And he comes over and he's very nice, very pleasant, no attitude, anything about it. And he's like, can I help? Right? And he's giving all his advice and I'm a newbie at this. I get it. Like, I have no clue about RVing, which is funny because I drove a tractor trailer. I've driven big rigs and all this other kind of stuff, forklifts. You name it, I've driven it in the military, well, other than a tank, which I would love to drive a tank. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. So I'm, dri uh, like, I'm driving and the guy, he comes and he's asking if he can help, which... I'm not a guy who's opposed to help. However, it was my ego. My ego didn't want to accept his help. One, because I had my kids watching, I had my wife watching, and now I had this guy who was an older gentleman. If I had to guess, I'd say he was anywhere in his mid to late 50s, maybe even early 60s. Um, but he wanted to help. And my ego did not want to let him help. But I grit my teeth and I was like, okay, sure, yes, give me your advice. So he gave me his suggestions and I'm like, okay, great. I'll, I'll work it out. I'll do what you say. So come to find out, we ended up moving sites to, we we're on one side of this gentleman and we ended up moving on the other side of the gentleman, which is a completely different story. But anyway, so <laughs> we move to the other side and I get it, with my wife's help, I get it backed in. And we start trying to connect, which if you've ever owned an RV, there's in the, in the head front part of it, there's a little um, pole that has to connect to the ground so you can get lift on the RV and get the weight off of the truck. That pillar did not want to come down for whatever the reason was. Me and my wife are pushing the buttons. We're making sure everything's connect connected nothing wanted to work so luckily for our um rv there's a hand crank but to hand crank it it takes a little while longer than we really wanted to do so we're just trying to figure everything out um so he comes back over and he's like oh what's the matter i can see something's wrong do you need help <sighs> sure yeah i need help yeah mm. my ego again right so the guy comes over and he's trying to help and he has because he's been RVing for like decades and he has like every tool and everything possible to try to help and to try to hook up great awesome because in all honesty he really did help us he did everything he was playing. he like had this little tester he was checking the battery we went outside inside we were checking fuses and cables and all this other stuff but nothing was working. So come to find out it was actually just a fuse on that mechanism that wasn't working. So once we figured that out, we realized we had to go to the store 
to get a fuse. But we also found out there were other things that weren't working on the RV because of connections and all this other stuff. But it was a day that I had to get my ego in check. And the whole time, all I could think of was the day before when we and my wife got into the argument about my ego. And I shouldn't say it was an argument because it really wasn't an argument. It's just my feelings were hurt. Because again, my pride and my ego, yada, yada, yada. So <laughs> my wife is sitting there and she's seeing him helping me. And she's trying to be very mindful of my feelings and my ego and all this stuff. And I commend her because she was just trying to stay. Again, she was trying to not crush my ego. And she was very being very attentive and very concerned about can she help? Where can she help? Because she has a very helping spirit and she just wants to help and get things done. And I understand that. And it's a very weird place that I'm in because I'm not gonna say as a man, but for me, when I'm doing something, I like to exhaust my resources to see if I can do it before I get any help. I don't know if it's the person in me that likes to do puzzles because I'm a puzzle person. Not jigsaw puzzles, but, but brain teasers that just make you think and like I like to figure those things out. So when I get challenges in life, that's me. I like to figure it out. I will spend hours on a problem trying to figure it out, particularly with no help. Again, that's probably my ego, but that's just something I've always liked to do. I still don't know why. It's just it's just what I like to do, like I said. So <sighs> later that evening, we can finally get everything right and hooked up and everything's great. And then we go out to dinner. And when we come back, I can't even begin to tell you what happens. But I will tell you what happens. But again, as always, we got to take a quick break. And let me get you that sponsorship because, hey, we all got to do it. We all got to pay the bills. All right. So check it out. So welcome back, people. Again, thank you for staying. I appreciate you so, so, so much. And also, if you're enjoying the episode and you haven't already, please give me that thumbs up, give me a rating, give me a score. And even if you aren't particularly fond of the things I'm saying and the things I'm doing, there are two immediate things you can do. One, you can write a comment and let me know, and I will work on seeing how I can adjust my format to better improve how you like me. Secondly, hey, write me an email and let me know what you would like me to talk about. You can hit me up at jreese at gmail.com, J-A-Y-R-E-A-C-E at gmail.com. And I will look forward to seeing what you write. All right, so moving on back to the story. So we went to dinner and we all got relaxed because we were on the road. We drove, we had all the issues with the RV and we got back so we figured out that we needed to get dinner. We're hungry, we're full. We're all just ready for bed at this point. So we get back to the RV spot and we park the truck. And there is a gaggle, a swarm of mosquitoes. Now this was like twilight, so it wasn't like completely dark, but it was like dusk. And I cannot begin to tell you 
how many mosquitoes were around our truck. I mean, no joke. Like, you think I'm playing, but I felt like we were in some twisted horror movie or Jurassic World or something because our windows weren't black, but oh my God, to see all the mosquitoes that swarmed around our vehicle was crazy. So clearly we could not stay in our truck. We had to get out. So we get out and immediately the mosquitoes are like all over us. But the weird thing is like, you know how you try to run in the house with bags and you have to unlock the door and like all this stuff. So I'm trying my hardest to unlock the door. But as I'm unlocking the door, mosquitoes are clinging to my arms as if they have become a sleeve that was a part of my short sleeve shirt. So I'm shaking them off, trying to open up the door and I can't because I'm trying and I can't. And my kids are being attacked and they're screaming because there's mosquitoes and my wife is annoyed because there's mosquitoes everywhere. And I promise you, I am not over exaggerating this. You guys have no idea how bad these mosquitoes were. I finally get the door open, but you don't want to open the door because you know the mosquitoes are just going to run in with you. So I unlock the door and I run off away from the door, like a little bit down our RV to hopefully attract the mosquitoes towards myself because I'm sacrificing for my family. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm taking a hit for the team with this five battalion army of mosquitoes that have come out. We must've woke them up when we driven on the grass or something. I don't know they were mad, angry and hungry, which I gotta tell you when I'm like that, I probably would attack the first thing too. So we're there and like they're swarming and attacking me. My family runs in. My wife tries to hold the door open for me but she's getting attacked. So finally, I just run in and we close the door and luckily we didn't have too many that followed in behind us and I'm a firm believer of not killing unless absolutely necessary. Like I'm big on stuff like that and I do my best not to kill bugs. Like if we get something that comes in the house, I'll, I'm that person that gets a cup and I'm trying to catch it humanely and set it free and yeah, I'm that person. But last night, I got to tell you, any mosquito that was in that house, they died. <laughs> I ain't got no lies to tell you. Like, they did. They were dead. I mean, I I didn't like killing them, but hey, it's one of those things like, yo, survival of the fittest. They were done. They lives gone. You know what I'm saying? So we ended our night fighting off mosquitoes and just everyone kind of just chilling and vegging out after that and then we went to bed and we woke up so that was my adventure but the lesson from all of that was ego is a very funny thing and i hope no one takes away from this that i was upset that my wife was trying to help me because that truly isn't the issue and it's even like i told my wife a part of the issue was i was just I don't wanna say I was insecure, but there's something inside of me that I feel very weird and odd when it comes to quote unquote masculine type activities. Because don't get me wrong, I fully understand 
that men can do anything and women can do anything. There isn't one cure all to fix all or there isn't one type of anything. We all were made, we all broke the mold when we were born. We all can do any and everything that we truly want to do. But like I've said in previous podcasts, I do believe that men have a role to play and women have a role to play. And you have to learn that balance because there there's great good in all of us and there's great evil in all of us. And what you choose to feed is what you become. So also like if you are a person who does, I don't want to say masculine because I don't want to give the impression that it's wrong or right. But if you're a person who does handy things around the house all the time, you become really good at that. Or if you're a person who bakes all the time, you become really good at that. So if you are a person, if you're a female and you're married to a cook or you know what I'm saying? Like, which cooking in the house, I don't feel this way. But traditionally, a lot of people, society feels that it's the woman's place to cook all the time. And I'm not saying that because I think women should be doing that. But if you look at most TV shows, read most books, that's typically a woman's role. And the man's role is usually to fix things, right? So there's some part inside of me that maybe I've just been brainwashed or maybe, I don't know, it's just very weird and odd. And I'm fighting that. And I know I'm fighting that. And again, I'm not mad at my wife for doing, just checking the frames because I understand what she was doing. But there was a part of me that was upset that she had to because I felt like I should have been trusted enough for it to be. Which is weird because, yo, we're about to leave. And I understand she was doing her job just to make sure everything was on the wall, as I was probably going to do once we got to a point of, okay, everything needs to be good before we drive out of here. Right? So, I don't know. I'm sure there's people out here who has been with, and even there's some women. I'm sure your ego gets needs to be checked from time to time. So, I don't know. If you feel like you relate to this, please email me, hit me up, and let me know what you think. And again, my email is jreese, J-A-Y-R-E-A-C-E at gmail.com. And let me know what you think. We can have a conversation. We can have a dialogue. And maybe I can talk about it in the next episode, next podcast. And let me know what's up. All right, people. It's been real. I'll talk to you later. Hopefully, your worst day is better than your best day. Does that make sense? I don't know. I'm off of here. Peace.